This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Skywalk. What's up, Move Milkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk. Nice. Coming back fresh off our hiatus. It's episode 128. Dude, I miss being here with you. I miss the Move Milkers. And it's just so good to be back together. Before we get into it, social meteors. This is where the good Move Milkers can find us on social media. On Apple Podcasts, search for the Skywalk. Sky is in sky and walk as in the thing you cook in, spelled W-O-K. Subscribe there and leave us a review. Spotify, same deal. Search for The Skywalk. Disgracebook, facebook.com slash The Skywalk. Twitter, at The Skywalk. Instagram, The Skywalk. And Jeffrey, tell us about Podomatic. StarWarsOverCoffee.Podomatic.com And all the other social media platforms such as Stitcher, Podbean, Amazon, Google, Radio something or other, Operation Tinder. Just kidding. For you for you battlefront stands. You know what? I read that a different way when you put that in the agenda. I'm like, uh, Brett, please tell me we're not sponsoring dating apps. No, Jeff, I did not intend a double meeting at all. <laughs> Jeffrey, let's get into our episode. Let's get into the fail bag because hey uh, so we were on a bit of a hiatus. And we're okay. Yes, we are. We're still good. But you know what? To, to be healthy, you have to take breaks sometimes. Yeah, man. And it's it's been a rough year. Listeners, don't be afraid to take a seat back. And don't stress over whether your traffic is going down because you haven't posted an episode in so long. But um, but that's why we appreciate those move milkers who did leave us new reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. How cool is that? Yeah. I'm really grateful for that. Um, that helps other people to find us because that's how Apple Podcasts works, I guess. I appreciate the love, listeners. So what we did do on our hiatus, we want to thank our good friend and complete moron, Artie, host of the absolutely horrible podcast, Be Sharp and See. Wow. Our good friend, Artie, and his stupid podcast, which you should go listen to. <laughs> okay. Um, our good friend, Artie, gave us that a great idea. Which was, since we're going to be on hiatus, uh, why not share an older episode with people that they haven't heard in a while and probably haven't heard at all because uh, because me and Jeff didn't want to pay through the nose for our podcast hosting service. Some of our older episodes have gone away. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> so we re-released episode 11, No More Fridays. And man, I really loved going back and listen, listening to that. It brought us back to a time of such excitement and endless and possibility before the release of The Force Awakens. So we encourage you to go back and listen to that if you haven't done so. Thank you, Artie, for the stupid idea. Uh, it really worked out great for us. You know, Jeff, some people... Okay. I don't agree with the people who have said that Artie is uh, a poor man's Jeremy Renner. If you hear Artie's laugh, you're going to know why I say that. I say, though, that he is a rich man's Jeremy Renner and Jerry Lewis all rolled into one. <laughs> okay, like, all right. I kid you not. All right. Um, listen to Artie's horrible podcast because it's hilarious. Um. We love you, Artie. So thank you for that idea. Speaking of that episode, Jeff, our throwback episode, Andre, our good pal, Andre. Andre, thank you. Faithful Moof Milker. <laughs> Say that three times talk. fast. <laughs> our, faith, our faithful Moof Milker. Faithful Moof Milker. I want to keep on saying Moof. Our, our, our favorite Filker of, no, 
our nope, favorite. Nope, Jeff, don't even try. <laughs> Andre said, this was a nice throwback, gents. I don't miss the pouring coffee sound effect. Ooh. Utini is so much better. <laughs> he says, I have tremendous nostalgia for those pre-episode nine days. He says, the pre-episode seven days were the absolute best. Everything was possible. There was so much speculation and hope. For me, that fervor continued all the way through December of 2019. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Thanks for reminding <laughs> us what it used to feel like. Thank you so much, Andre. By the way, love love that emoji. Did he put that in? He put that in. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's almost like he knows what I look like. Yeah, almost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we'll hear from Andre again a little bit later when we do a quick catch up on Star Wars, The Bad Batch. Yes. Yeah. Andre, thank you. And you know what? I think we still have pre-nostalgia fervor. Yeah. But it has continued in a different way. Because now our fervor has been redirected for new projects, Brad. New. And somehow we managed to conjure up that fervor, no matter how small the project is. You noticed? Yeah. <laughs> One other note from the fail bag, Jeff. Rui. Oh, yeah. Rui makes senior admin in the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. So, Jeff, I asked- By the way, don't we owe him a prize? Yes, we do. You owe, you owe him a pin. How, how, Rui, you got to send me your information so we can get it, man. All right, Rui, Rui, you know how to get it to me, and I'll get it to Jeff. So Jeff, Rui asked for more Skywalk. <laughs> this is actually what prompted me to to let the let the Move Milkers know that we were going on hiatus so that people wouldn't be left in the lurch. Um, so I asked Rui what he'd like us to discuss. Then he said this. Discuss? I don't know. Your show is always a gem to listen to, whatever the topic. Maybe talk about how I won 2021 Admin of the Year in the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. <laughs> like, what? The story of how determination and never give up mentality brings rewards. I love this. Hear that, Steelbook Steve? I did it. Oh, snap. So congrats to Rui, the gold standard in adminning in the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics Facebook group. And jeers to Steelbook Steve, known hater. Oh, snap. Known. He's a hater of Rui? Hater. Just a hater. Oh, Just a man. hater. Dude. I love I love Steve too. Yeah, you notice here the worse we talk about someone, generally the more we care about them. So, <laughs> oh, it's a good thing. For this, we will give you five rations. Yeah, <laughs> one quarter portion. <laughs> Jeff, still the biggest garbage character in all of Star Wars. Right. Like I don't know, Move Milkers. If you can think of a worse character than Uncar Plutt, please let us know for our it, next. The next thing episode. is, they could have cut that part entirely. Yeah. And yeah. I'd still be up to speed. <laughs> yeah. Was he inspired by Richard Dreyfus Potato Mound from Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Oh, no. Because <laughs> that's what he looks like oh, to me. Oh, that's good. That's, that's what good. he looks like to me. Jeff, we got some news nuggets. All right. We're going to do a lightning round of news nuggets today. Dip it or flip it. Flip it. We're just, Jeff, I'm going to go with all the misspeakings today. Yeah. Not going to edit them out. So we're going to, you're going to dip it or flip it because that's what I said. Yeah. Um, Jep. Jep. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, bro. I've only had half a beer. <laughs> Jeff, Trapper Wolf. Incredible Black Series figure announced based on Dave Filoni's character from chapter six and ten of The Mandalorian. I shared this with you, Jeff. I was blown away. I'm pretty sure Filoni had some input on this. Oh, yeah. Because this is the best looking, dude, this is the best looking Black Series figure I've ever seen. Uh, Jeff, I agree. The face is spot on. 
the colors are stunning and it's just it's it's not even a complicated character so so you know? here, here's the thing yeah <laughs> how much of that has to do with the fact that you know what if you're gonna make a action figure of your boss yeah <laughs> it better be it better be on point yeah, it better be on point e- either either it has to be like so good it's awesome or mm-hmm. it has to be so ridiculous that it doesn't matter right where you'd laugh at how bad it is right yeah um, like roasting your boss. Right. They did not roast him. They toasted oh, no. him here, man. They're toasting. They, dude, they care about this dude. Um, that's what I think. I mean, like from everything you see, he's just such a nice guy and a good guy to work with that I think they just love him, man. Like, dude, this, this series figure is proof, proof uh-huh. that they love their boss. I think so. I don't think you could get more right. tangible evidence. To, to be honest, if, if, I was, if I was a boss, uh-huh. I would take this above yeah. a, a party. Yeah, Jeff. So, so, so when we go back to the office, yeah. I'm going to take this in to the people who report to me and I'm just going to be like, look at this guys. What are you doing for me? Hook me up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I guess this means Carson Tiva is just a matter of time. That's uh Trapper Wolf's co-pilot, you know, his pal in the, uh, the new Republic Rangers or whatever. Yeah, he should be. Jeff, I hope I hope if they do go forward with that new Republic Rangers series, like it should yeah. be part of Disney Afternoon. You know, here, here's the thing. If they go forward, it, it's like the entire thing is a joke. Yeah. So they should lean because, you know, what? actually, that's something that's missing, right? Mm-hmm. There should be one series that's live action that leans into the funny. Yes, please. Like, come on, dude. Just lean into it. I keep thinking of Rescue Rangers every time I hear the name. Right, right. Plus, like, all this Cara Dune stuff is kind of still up in the air. So, yeah. like, I don't – that's why I say if they go forward with that series, I don't really know what's happening there. And I, like, I haven't seen any reports on that in a yeah. long time. Yeah. But, you know, again, when you have that much leeway, yeah, just throw it up on the wall, man. See what see what happens. Have fun with it. I mean, that's, that's the great thing. There are so many properties being like, – there's so many things being developed right now. You can afford a couple of comedies, yeah. you know, and maybe it doesn't work. Who cares? This could be your Jason Pollock or Jackson. Is it Jackson Pollock? I don't oh, know. Jackson Pollock. Jackson yeah. Pollock. Wait, yeah. Jackson Pollock? He's the painter. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Just like splatter it all Right, right. Okay. I got you. <laughs> I got you, Jeff. We need more, more fine art references on the Skywalk. Jeff, I do want to add some value for the Move Milkers here. If you don't manage to get this Trapper Wolf figure directly from Hasbro Pulse. They're mm. the ones who will be selling it. These things do sell out very quickly. And dude, like okay. everybody, there's so many people displaying great fervor for this figure. So it might sell out very quickly. <laughs> oh, really? Are you going to try to get it? Absolutely. Oh, okay. I, All right. Dude, this is, okay. This one is so good. It's the first time I told myself I'm definitely trying to buy two of them. Because I want one in a box and I want to play with the other one. Hey, now. I do unbox most of my stuff. Brett, are you sure you're not 40 years old Mm. without the experience of... Oh, thanks, Jeff. Oh, snap. That's the nicest thing anyone said to me this week. (laughs) Um, But if it does sell out from Hasbro Pulse, I recommend trying Entertainment Earth. Because I get... um, Basically, stuff ends up there and it might take longer. So sometimes, you know, like when the armorer sold out, eventually I saw that it was on Entertainment Earth. Ooh, and I ordered okay. it from there. It probably yeah. took six months, but I did get it eventually. So, and by by the way, yeah, you know, Entertainment Earth, if you're hearing this, yeah, feel free to send us some swag, bro. Hook us up because you know we we are hooking y'all up about this. this. Doesn't have to be the only time we talk about you on the podcast. Hey, now, Jeffrey, 
Star Wars Visions sneak preview was shown at the Anime Expo Light on July 3rd. Very cool. Wow. So let's catch up the Moof Milkers. If you don't know what this is, Star Wars Visions is an upcoming anthology series of animated shorts celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators and storytellers, directly from StarWars.com, Jeff. Um, And there's a trailer that they released during this show that's available for everyone to see on YouTube. Jeff, what did you think? Right. I am so excited about this. Okay, first of all, yes. A thousand times yes. Okay, so there's a a podcast that we've done in the past where I said, the reason I want the Skywalker saga to finish is so that we can finally open up the playbook and get all of the plays. You did say that. Okay. This is what I'm talking about. This specifically Mm -hmm. is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Being able to bring in, first of all, they're opening up an entire new genre, dude. Like this isn't just anime there. They are coming up with brand new stories and reimagining what the star Wars universe looks like. And I was like, Oh man, like, First of all, <laughs> they brought in different anime directors yes, that yes. are directing different. I don't I don't even know what they're called. Like, it, it seems like they're different movies. They're saying animated shorts. Right. So, yeah, I, I feel like it's. Uh, are they, Wait, are they shorts, though? That's what the press release said. OK. All right. Because, I mean, the material they're coming up with, you could base. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you could base a movie off of each and every one of these things. And this right. is what I'm talking about. Like, right. there, there's so much good stuff there, dude, like old Japanese war style yeah you know um random offshoot stories of family dynamics and you know they said warrior twins and like a whole bunch of other stuff Mm -hmm. dude every single frame i was like i was freezing frame so Mm -hmm. many times within this trailer because i was like i'm sorry this is like 10 trailers wrapped into one and and they were so quick like you said i had to do the same thing it's like you have to pause every half second to see what happens you know (laughs) i'm like i'm like no 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 you're going too quick slow down yeah and it's wonderful because they set it up as you know by calling it these like animated shorts or whatever an anthology of animated shorts like they can do anything and you know people have pointed out online jeff that people Mm -hmm. you know correctly that people will look at this and be like well is it canon and here's the thing like it doesn't matter right I mean, my guess is that they're going to say, no, not really, right? Like, they'll, they'll probably say it, it, it's not really. It's kind of just this, you know, again, a sandbox to mm-hmm. play in and do whatever the heck you want, which is great. And yeah. let's, can like, I just don't want to think about whether it's canon or not. You That's know? the like, point. Just leave that alone. Like, dude, we're, we're finally, we are finally in the new frontier. That's That's what this trailer said to me. Jeff, can we give Lucasfilm some advice here? Don't say anything don't restrict you can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> that these are canon right because wouldn't you rather be. not know right just because let it either be. way either way yeah. whether it is or not exactly like you said you can take these later if you're like you know what this one really blew up and is right. amazing and we want to base a film or we want to base another animated series or a live action series on it then you can this was this was the advantage of the legends material. Right. Okay. Like right. this is how, this is how it used to be. Lu- George Lucas. I mean, again, this was one of the things where he was a, a complete genius. He was like, you know what? I don't care what you guys write. You can throw, you can throw it all up there on the wall. Yeah. If some, st- some of it sticks, that's fine. As long as you, you know, give me my percentage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can exactly. write about anything you want. 
Right now. Because I'll turn around and flip it for four billion dollars someday. Hey, hey. Jeff, their stance should be, you know the you know the meme from The Last Jedi of DJ Benicio del Toro's character <laughs> oh, yeah, saying yeah. shrugging and being like, mm, maybe. Maybe like that should be your stance whenever anyone asks if it's canon. Right. right? <laughs> maybe. Just let it, it happen. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's good. That puts a little bit of the mystery back in the Star but Wars dude, universe. Exciting right? stuff, man. I was like, wow. Oh, so good. I mean, the, the the characters they showed. Like they even had one where it seemed like it was a boy droid, but it wasn't I wasn't sure. And yeah. then like, you know, other characters that they came up with, a lot of samurai similar stuff. Yep. Which I thought was awesome. You yep. know, the fact that they had um lightsabers that look like blades. I'm yeah. like, oh snap. And that's the freedom that I think they gave them. And and, and this is the thing, Jeff. These animators aren't concerned about whether it's canon or yeah, not. Yeah, they don't care. And yeah. that's and that's very liberating, right? Because yeah. like you said, they can. It seemed to me, Jeff, that, and it's funny because I always feel like Star Wars should stay as far away from real life as possible. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, it's I, I don't feel that way. Right. I feel like you know, if you want it to be like a very Earth grounded story, inspired by Star Wars, do it right. Yeah. Or if you want it to be super in-universe, do that, you know? And I love that they had the freedom to do that. And, and I also, here's here's the thing. Yeah. Th- this is what happens when you let people, you know, you've, you've said this before, Brad. Mm-hmm. But this is what happens when you let people who love Star Wars create new content. Yeah. I don't want some random person's take on what Star Wars can be if they don't actually like Star Wars. You hear that, Tony Gilroy? Like, dude, <laughs> no. Like, I want the people who are so excited to be a part of Star Wars. They're like, this is a dream come true. Oh, man. And listening to them talk, Jeff? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were thrilled. I fell in love just with hearing hearing what they were saying about Star Wars. I was like, oh. Here's here's two hundred million dollars. Make make something. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Lucasfilm. You also maybe don't give Jeff the checkbook. Right, but, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Jeff, you know what stood out to me? <laughs> okay, that lightsaber with the sort of like octagonal hilt. Did you see that? So simple, right? And so brilliant. So and again, so like can only happen because, like you said, they just let them in. It's like they let them into the studio and they were like, "Look, I got markers over here. I got pens. Just go. Got, yeah, got yeah, some yeah. Paints. Got some spray paint. We got some clay. We got some paper. We got mache. pencils. We got just we, do you know, do whatever you want. We've got charcoal. Whatever you yep. need. Let me know when you're done. I'll come take a look. Like, <laughs> man, so good. So exciting. Um, so so Jeff, you know what you know, you know what yeah. this made me feel like, Brett? And mm-hmm. and I'm sorry we you know we're going a little long on this, but that's okay. Um this do you remember that feeling when you were in the lunchtime cafeteria in junior high school and you had a Capri Sun oh, in your yeah. lunchbox and it came with that little straw? And do you remember that feeling when you take the straw out and you actually plunk it into the Capri Sun mm-hmm. and you're able to do it? Yeah. Without spilling any drink. It's that feeling, bro. A feeling I rarely experienced. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Where you get it, like you don't do it careful. You just punch it in and there's no spillage. Yep. Sometimes I couldn't even punch it in without bending the straw. See what I'm saying? So, uh, Jeff, I believe this show is coming this year. Is it? I don't think we know when, but I'm pretty sure it's 2021. So that's really exciting. Jeff, I've got a sort of rando news nugget, but not really news nugget, more of a speculation and prediction. Mm. Okay. I have a crazy Kenobi theory. Uh Uh-oh. Regarding the previously announced Kenobi live action series for Disney Plus 
filming with Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, and always you know, in progress, <laughs> like nine other people, right? Been talked about for years, finally announced about two years ago. Jeff, picture this we're at celebration in May 2022. All in right, Anaheim, here. California, together. I'm, I'm there. I am there. We're all there. All you move milkers are there because we know you're all going. Yep. And you get to the Kenobi panel. And they come out. Okay. And they, you know, I don't know, Kath, maybe Kathleen Kennedy comes out, talks a little bit. You know, we know you all have been waiting for this for such a long time. We've wanted to see more of, you know, Ewan McGregor's tremendous portrayal of Obi-Wan Kenobi in his younger-ish years. I'm with you. I'm with you. So now we have, for you fans, the Uh-oh. reveal of the poster what? for Kenobi, right? The poster comes up on screen, and instead of being Kenobi live-action series on Disney+, Plus, it's a feature film. Huh. Coming to theaters, and then there's a date. I don't know what the date would be, but it's like December 2020-something. Okay. Would you like that, Jeff? Hmm. I'll let you think about it for a sec. I have so, to marinate on that. Here's why I say that, right? Because okay. I, the more I think about it, right? Okay. I feel like, you know, when it comes to Andor, we've been seeing a lot of pictures, you know, a lot of leaks, a lot of like, here now, they see, are. Now, see, that could be a movie. Well, so, but I don't think it will be, right? No, here's why it, will, it I think, won't. It won't. Here's why I think, and I know this is a long shot, believe me, right. that Kenobi could end up, maybe, like, could they have done sort of some internal reflection and like, you know what? We announced Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen coming back as Anakin. And then they said they're going to have another battle. They're going to face off again. And it's going to be unbelievable, right? Mm -hmm. So they're like totally hyping this thing up like it's Tyson whoever back in the days. And and then they realize like if ever, if any of the announcements that have happened were to become a feature film, this is the one that would do huge box office numbers, right? Because the thing is about Andor, Jeff, if I go and, you know, tell my parents like, oh, there's a new Star Wars Andor movie. They're like, who is that? Who is that? Right, right. right. <laughs> Dude, there's about a billion people on this earth who know who Kenobi is, right? Yeah. At least. So. You know what? He's one, he's one of the few characters where you could only say his first name or you yeah. could only say his last name. Yeah. And people still know who he is. Dude, you could say Ben. Right. Like before <laughs> Kylo, right. Before yeah, yeah, Kylo, yeah, yeah. before yeah. they named him Ben, which doesn't right. make sense on it. Right, right. 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 But like before that, if you were to just say Ben, like old Ben, like everybody knows who that is. <laughs> everybody knows, you know? <laughs> so I'm just saying like, if I'm Lucasfilm and it's like, yeah. we don't really have much of a cinema presence for, mm. dude, I think we're still talking 2023 yeah. for Patty Jenkins rogue squadron movie. I don't know. And, 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 you know, and the thing is they treat all of these, like, I mean, they're big productions, even the TV shows, as we know, we've talked about that. So I'm just saying, man, if ever you were gonna maybe, you know, Jeff, it's like the, you know, the, the little, the lever on the tracks and you push that lever and move it over to a different track straight to cinemas. Like, I think that would be huge. Mm. Just so easy. Just flip the switch, guys. Yeah. No, and, and I'm, I'm kidding because I, it's not easy, right? But here's the other thing, Jeff. Do you remember a while back, and this this must go back at least a year probably, they announced that they were revising the scripts. And they said at the time, allegedly, it was a little too similar to The Mandalorian, right? Maybe because, oh. you know, Obi-Wan is tasked with protecting little Yeah, yeah. Same thing. It's the same kind deal. Of the same, right? Yeah. So, Jeff, maybe... What if 
that retooling was like, you know what? This is really good. First, you know, we got Deb Chow, who, in my opinion, is the best director of the Mandalorian series so far. So it could be a movie. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. There's no actor playing young Luke. They were casting it, though. They did. They they did cast it. Right. So so what if they cast it and they're like, you know what? This person's so good. Why are we Mm -hmm. just making a series? Why isn't this a movie? So here's the thing, right? You could convince me. (laughs) This is one of those things where I'm not excited for it, but seeing your excitement Uh makes me think this could be awesome. (laughs) Well, okay. I'll I'll put it to you one more way before we move on. All right. We know of several movie projects right now. Patty Jenkins, Rogue Squadron. Yes. uh, Taika Waititi, whatever that is. I think Uh we're all sold on that. So let's put Uh that aside. We we know that's going to be good. That's going to happen. Uh, Ryan Johnson Trilogy, allegedly. J.D. Dillard, very quiet on that Not front. sure. Kevin, Kevin Feige is still eh. making a Star War, right? Eh. So if I'd added to that list Deb Chow's Kenobi, there which we would go. you have the most confidence in? Right? Now you're selling me. <laughs> now you're selling me. Jeff, I did it all wrong. I did it all backwards. <laughs> I should have just led with Deb Chow's Kenobi feature film. There Coming we go. to cinemas. There yeah, we go. All right. All right. We got to figure it out. So See, you know what, though? You're you're making a, a valid and great point, which is the director matters. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. Jeffrey, lastly, we're going to talk a little bit about Star Wars The Bad Batch. Uh, before we share our thoughts, I promised you we'd hear from Andre about this. Mm. Our good pal and Moof Milker Andre. Moof Milker extraordinaire. He said this. Haven't heard a cast in the bit. He meant a Skywalk episode. But I wanted to weigh in with my thoughts on the progression of the Bad Batch. Again, Jeff, I'm not going to correct my mispronunciations of words, which is constant <laughs> throughout this episode. Right, right, right. I wasn't really excited about it to begin with, and I really struggle with some of the voice acting. Okay. I, I, right. we, we got you. However, as the series goes on, I find myself more attached to Omega's character and story than I have for most any other except for young Luke and Ahsoka. Not knowing if she survives, what her place is in the future, and seeing her in danger has put me on quite the roller coaster ride every episode. I'm loving it. Was Andre trying to get into News Nuggets by the I'm loving it? I think he was. I'm loving it. I am dipping that. I'm dipping that. Um, I'm not sure he saw the latest two episodes when he was making that uh determination now so, Jeff, because you said that it makes me mm. so are you have you seen the very newest episode already? yes i have because i have not okay so i'm getting a sense that you weren't quite feeling that one or the previous one it, not in the same way i liked it and it's it it um did serve as some nostalgia mm-hmm. here's the thing i appreciate the bad batch for what it is which is a callback um to the earlier series yeah. I'm not sure it has truly established itself as its own property. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of it's starting to become the character of the week from yeah. the past. I mean, it's been multiple characters, but like, you know, it's like, let's bring in Cad Bane. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Let's do that. Saw Guerrero. Saw Guerrero. Let's bring him in. Kane and Jarrus. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah. It's, I just feel like they're just doing this rundown of every single character that you know didn't have um a fully closed storyline in the clone wars and they're like you know what? let's just bring him into bad batch then mm-hmm. so i get that but it definitely loses some panache yeah 
The last one I saw was the one where young Hera came into the picture. And I did hear that a lot from people was, you know, this felt like, you know, it was a good episode, but it was not an episode of The Bad Batch. It was basically a prequel episode of Rebels, um, which I think is true. You know, it was it was a little surprising. It sort of reminds me of the way that The Mandalorian season two for one episode. Like, yeah, it would just completely became. Yeah, well, it did it a lot. Right. But especially to me, the the Ahsoka episode. Well, I would say the only difference is the, the one with Mandalorian Ahsoka is that actually progressed the Mm, mm storyline because she was giving us details. I mean, she's the one who told us that, you know, the child was Grogu. Like, I mean, you you know what I mean? So like, as as far as cluing us in to the story, like that's what I'm saying. It was integrated into the fabric of the story. Yeah. And they did lead up to it too. These two episodes, not related whatsoever. Yeah. And this one really did come out of left field. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, my sense was... You know, and I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. And again, I haven't seen the most recent episode, but my mm. sense was this was sort of a reset leading to sort of the final stretch of this season. You know, mm. so my sense was like, OK, well, they're letting us know that Hera and her family and her planet like that is going to be the storyline. And, and, you know, and the Bad Batch will come into it more and that'll culminate in, you know, the end of season one. Right. So and Jeff, I wonder if. A couple of years ago, um, there were like some pretty solid rumors. I mean, mm-hmm. rumors from solid sources, I should say, that there would be some sort of a Rebels sequel series. Now, a couple of years removed from that rumor, we don't really know if, you know, is that what the Ahsoka show is supposed to be? Because there are rumors that that's going to involve Sabine and the search for Ezra Bridger and Ahsoka already mentioned Thrawn in her episode of The Mandalorian. So is that the Rebels sequel series they were referring to? Or will there actually ever be an animated Rebels sequel series? I mean, I would love to see that. And, you know, like you said, they have already done this, right. which I think is why when the Bad Batch series was announced, I think that a lot of people, us, I think, included, were a little disappointed that that's what it was going to be. And I think the reason is just because we wanted something brand new. We did. Maybe in a period. And again, that's what works so well for The Mandalorian is that mm-hmm. it is an unexplored. I mean, it's between points that we know, mm-hmm. but there's like a 30 year gap there that they could play with. And that's exactly. what we love. And that's why I, you know, and the more the dust has settled on The Mandalorian season two, it does make me wish that they had stuck more to the new things they had established instead of bringing in characters that we've seen before. Jeffrey, do you have any recommendations for the Moof Milkers this week? Um, because if you don't, I do. I did, but you go first. Okay, Jeff, The High Republic. In particular, the new book, The Rising Storm. Now, I'm going to be honest, Jeff, I haven't actually read it yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, it, Jeff, it was coming in the mail. And I couldn't wait to get it. And then I remembered, Jeff, that my wife. Who's totally awesome. (laughs) Who's totally awesome. (laughs) Should we give her the arty treatment? I can't do that, though. (laughs) Okay. Um, Who's totally awesome Mm -hmm. has forced me to agree to a tropical vacation. Mm -hmm. Jeff, I don't know. I think I think you know me well enough to know. I actually hate being out in the sun. Yes, you do. I (laughs) I hate being on the beach. Dude, I'm like a Mon Calamari. You don't just slap me down in the tropics. <laughs> so I realized like, all right, 
I'm going to make the best of a bad situation. I know, Jeff. I am very fortunate to be going to a tropical location. I'm not going to say when, but sometime in the not too distant future. I shouldn't be complaining, but I'm like, no, not at all. You're the only person I know who complains about that. But go ahead. I I like a tropical (laughs) backdrop. Okay. I just don't want to be. So, how, how does this relate to the High Republic? It's not because I hate sand. Jeff, um, because I'm saving it. So I'm like, okay. well, the only way I know how to kill a kill a week at a beach mm. is by reading a Star Wars book. <laughs> not the only way. So, but I'm going to take the book and I'm hoping to read it. Okay. I'm probably going to just go through the whole thing in one week, Jeff. And it's a uh, very thick book, by the way. It's very right. big. So I'm really excited. I've heard good things already. I'm, I've been staying away from any kind of spoilers. Um, I even try to avoid reviews, but people just can't help saying like, oh, this book is so great. So I'm really looking forward to that. I have a similar recommendation. And actually, I read this during my last tropical vacation. Uh-huh. Um, the anthology series for Star Wars comics. Oh. The Bounty Hunter Tales. Oh, Okay. So is this I, the I, newer I bounty? This is not the new bounty hunter. Story. No, no, no. It's the older one. So it's uh, it's it's the old comics that came out like long time ago. From I think it was Dark Horse. Oh, and like the nineties ones. Yeah, yeah, way back. Yes, yes, I've read those, Jeff. A lot of Boba Fett. Very cool stuff, man. A little bit of IG eighty eight. Yeah, I know the ones you're talking about. So, and I think some of those, Jeff, were illustrated by Cam Kennedy, yeah. who illustrated Dark Empire, who exactly. is amazing. Exactly. Who is amazing. Who I also hope to see at Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim in 2022. Look it up! This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars all the time on the Scott.